So the question is this, how do high performers and entrepreneurs create sustainable results in their health all while having fun and making an impact? If you want to learn high-level strategies to getting fit, optimizing your health, and creating your ideal body, then you're in the right place. My name is Dan Holglin. I'm grateful to be here with you today, and this is High Performance Health. Welcome, welcome back to another great episode of High Performance Health. My name is Dan Holglin. You should know that by now, but if you don't, if you're new... If you're just fresh in the game to the High Performance Health Podcast, I just want to welcome you, officially, officially welcome you. to. I'm super grateful to have you here. We talk about all things health, all things training, all things mindset, nutrition, how to develop a fitness mindset, the identity shifts of transformation, high-level training methods so that you can just continue to scale and lead and coach and speak and do your damn thing no matter where you're at in the world. This is really the place to be if you're interested in regaining control of your health and if you're operating at a high level. So today I want to talk about how to actively recover. Now this is something that we may not think about initially But I think that for high performers and for entrepreneurs, this is something that's really going to be of value to you, especially if you're always out in the world doing your thing and speaking on stage and, you know, delivering at such a high level. This practice, I'm telling you, is going to make a huge difference in your life because it make a huge difference in my life. And I use this practice every single time that I'm doing something high level. Now, what's crazy is entrepreneurs and high performers, like we're a we're a funny bunch, huh? A lot of us pride ourselves in our work ethic and our grind and hustle mentality. And I feel like, (laughs) I feel like our internal currency is measured in hours and how many times we're able to say done each day, like done, that thing's done, done, two things done, three things done, whatever it may be. And I get it because I'm the same way. I mean, I'm not as bad as I used to be. However, I love done. Done is like one of my favorite words ever. And in fact, you know, I typically joke with people that it's my dad's fault that I work this hard because, you know, from the time I can remember as a kid, he was working six days a week, well, seven days to be honest, but he was a long haul truck driver. And so six days out of the week, he was out of town driving long hours, hauling produce and materials and stuff up and down the whole West coast. And he would get into the house, like typically Saturday night-ish, sometimes Saturday afternoon. That was a good day because I'd get to see him before I went to bed. But a lot of times he'd get in late Saturday night. And now Sunday, Sunday was a day where most people would want to just rest. They'd been working all week long, driving long hours. But however, my dad was a different story. My dad, he would get up early in the morning and he would just go to work around the house all day long. Like this man just never stopped. And I just wondered, like, how did he have the energy and how did he have the capacity to work as much as he did? And so I saw that from the time I was very young. And I think that's where I got it from, to be honest with you. And, and while all of that, all of that is in fun, you know, I think there's a dark side to working nonstop, to working eight days a week, 27 hours a day. And while I feel like I could do a whole episode on this, just this one thing, Here are a few of the fun facts. Now, number one, working overtime, long hours, 
is increasing your risk for a wide range of heart health related problems, including heart disease, heart attack, and high blood pressure. All the H's. And in fact, there was a 2010 study in the European Heart Journal that found that working 10 hours or more a day resulted in a 60% jump in risk of cardiovascular diseases. And part of what the study said seems to be due to the type of person who takes on these extra hours. Now, typically, type A personalities naturally just have a higher incidence of heart disease and are actually just more likely to continue working, even if they're sick, tired, stressed, whatever, which has also actually been the link to an increased risk of heart attack. Now, fun fact number two, according to the Mayo Clinic, a quarter of people identify work as the primary stressor in their lives. Their workload, their daily commutes, their you know interactions with coworkers, deadlines, daily tasks, all that stuff. All of that can add up over time and really create some big problems. But in the short term, the stress that comes along with this prompts the body to pump out hormones like cortisol and adrenaline that can increase blood pressure, heart rate, and blood sugar, according to women's health. Now, over time, all of this can lead to a lot of really bad things like mental health problems, obviously more cardiovascular problems, obesity, high blood pressure, even skin problems. Now, I'm not saying that cortisol and adrenaline are bad, but at the wrong times and or in the wrong amounts, this can really be a problem. Fun fact number three is the Foundation Sleep in America released a survey that found that the average respondent in their survey is getting only six hours and 40 minutes of sleep on a typical night. And the numbers may even be worse for people who are working even longer hours, those type A personalities, those Dans, those Johns, those Stephanies, those all of the people listening right now, like this has a lot to do with us. So listen up. 20% of those people who clocked in more than 50 hours a week reported getting fewer than six hours of sleep per night on weekdays. And 36% said that they only got a good night's sleep a few nights a week or less. Now, another study that was published last year in the Journal of Sleep Research found a link between working long hours and reduced quality of sleep. And now this may seem obvious, but the health effects of too little sleep are this. Decreased memory, increased weight gain, irritability, and other mood problems, and, and honestly, cancer. You know, we talk about cancer a lot more nowadays because we're finding that there are so many things that are actually linking back to cancer-producing cells. And not only does sleep affect all of those things, but for women especially, I see this a lot with the clients that I work with in the academy is that they've been neglecting their sleep and recovery for so long that it's actually tanked their adrenals. It's actually put their metabolism in the gutter. Their thyroid levels are out of whack. And so typically when women come to the High Performance Health Academy and they're like, okay, I've been working out so hard. I've been eating so good. However, I'm not losing any weight. I'm still tired. I'm still feeling lethargic. Well, this is always my first question. When was the last time you had a blood panel done? When was the last time you got your blood checked? Because eight out of 10 times I see is that women especially struggle with having 
normal amounts of thyroid producing hormones, have normal metabolism levels. Everything is usually in the tank, especially the adrenals. And so needless to say, this can be a huge issue. Now, in order to remedy all this, our body needs a protocol for rest and recovery. Like we got to be able to figure out a solution to this because if it doesn't change, it's only going to continue to get worse. And eventually we're just going to run into a brick wall. And for those, for those that are already running into a brick wall, like you can only beat your head against that brick wall for so long before something needs to change. So I really hope that this makes a difference for you, especially after a major event like speaking or, you know, uh, going on a trip overseas or a live coaching event, whatever. But before we get into that, I want to share a couple more important benefits of actually having an active recovery practice as an entrepreneur. Now, number one, active recovery releases those feel-good hormones like endorphins and serotonin and dopamine and the other neurotransmitters that are responsible for better brain function, better cognitive skill, improved mood, recovery, etc. And so instead of going from 100 miles an hour down to zero, you're going to produce more of these good guys over the next few days, more of these feel-good hormones. And see, that's so common though. It's like when we come back from a big event, the only thing that we want to do is just lay on the couch or dive right back into work. But we're just so tired that we have no other option. Well, today is a day that that changes. Okay, number two. Here's a second benefit of having an active recovery practice is that active recovery actually releases higher levels of those good sleep hormones, like that quality sleep hormone, like melatonin. And melatonin is a hormone that's manufactured by the pineal gland, which is in your, I believe it's in your brain actually, with the levels that peak right before bedtime, like the right levels right before bedtime. See, with melatonin, according to the traditional circadian timing system, melatonin starts to produce in your body like right around like 1, 2 p.m. for most people. And it continues to increase as the sun goes down. So by that like 8 to 9 p.m. mark, your body is, should be producing the most melatonin throughout the entire day. But what happens is if you're not actively recovering or if you're just continuing to work after a major event, this melatonin production basically stops or is really suppressed. And what gets produced instead is cortisol. Now, again, cortisol is not necessarily a bad thing. However, at the wrong time of day, it can become an issue. And I'll talk about that in a minute. Now, melatonin is known to prevent cancer. It's known to strengthen the immune system, to slow down aging. And it's been linked to helping prevent over 100 different diseases. Pretty rad stuff. Now, some of you may know my background as an athlete. But for those who don't, I'm going to give you the quick version. I did three main things throughout my life. I was a bull rider in high school and college. I played football in college and then later on into professional. And now it's kind of what I've transitioned into is competing on the NBC show American Ninja Warrior. Now, all three of those things require high, high levels of activity, of training, of mental preparation, which ultimately leads to actually needing to perform on a stage. And so in sports, active recovery is a must have for everybody. And thinking back on it, like this was just something that I always did. It was just part of my routine. 
So after a rodeo, I was focusing on mobility work. After a football game, I was in an ice bath. After American Ninja Warrior, I was sleeping since, since we would film all night. And maybe that's something that you don't know about American Ninja Warrior is it's not filmed during the day. Like it should be like, like normal people <laughs> Ninja Warrior is filmed all night long. So from the time that the sun sets to the time that the sun comes up, we're filming. And the reason that they do that, I think it's for a couple of reasons, but it's because they're trying to um, elicit more of a nighttime performance but I think also they got a lot of money on the line. And so they know that people are going to perform uh, a little bit less than their best during in the middle of the night. That's just my, that's just my, uh, my theory. I could be wrong NBC, but you know, I love you either way. I'm still coming for that money. <laughs> so there's always some kind of practice that I was doing to help with recovery. So what I want to know is why aren't more high performers and entrepreneurs doing this? Why aren't we treating our body more like an athlete would? Because the truth is, is that high performers exert the same amounts of energies as a pro athlete. Now, there was a study that was done by the High Performance Coaching Academy. This was by uh, Brennan Burchard. Brennan Burchard released a study that showed that high-level executives, CEOs, high performers, entrepreneurs all put out the same amounts of energy as NFL quarterbacks, NBA players. And so it just makes sense that from an energy standpoint that we should be adopting some of these same practices. So here's what I want to do. I want to share with you my exact protocol for my active recovery after a big event. And so there are four major things that I'm doing for the next three days post-event. So make sure you're writing these down. Number one, dynamic training. Number two, nutrition. Number three, reconnection. And number four, you're going to love this one, especially if you're type A. No scheduled work. No scheduled work. So let's talk about these more in detail. Number one, dynamic training. Now, again, remember, as an overview, this is done three days after I finish up with a big event. So for example, I was just in South America. I spent about two weeks there. Four of those days I was climbing in the back country through the Andes to Machu Picchu. And when I came back from that trip, this is exactly what I did. And so I'm going to share it with you. Here we go. Regarding dynamic training, you're going to do three workouts or training sessions, I should say, each day for three days. Now, the first one is going to be done in the morning, and this is going to be a full body, body weight, high intensity interval training workout. So what do I mean by all that? Now, number one, high intensity interval training. So interval training, meaning that I'm setting a timer on my phone for 30 seconds. And in those 30 seconds, I'm working at the highest intensity possible with body weight movements like squats, push-ups pull-ups, crunches, anything that I can do to just move my body at the highest level. Now for 30 seconds, that's what I'm doing. And then the next 30 seconds is followed by a 30 second break. And so that's what I mean by interval training. And I'm doing that for roughly about 20 to 25 minutes, pushing my body as hard as I can at a body weight. Now the next training session is going to come in the afternoon, middle of the day. And what you're going to be doing for this is a walk. 
You're just going for a walk, really easy. And all I want you to do is get out in nature. You know, if you have a a mountain you can go to, if you have a park that you can go to, if you don't have any of that, can you get on some grass? But the idea is to get off of the pavement, get off of the pavement. And if you want to take it one step further, you can take your shoes off so that you just have connection with the earth to your feet. And I've talked about grounding and earthing practices in other episodes, but basically what this allows your body to do is receive these, these free ions that are all over the earth's surface. And because our bodies are so conductive, it really helps us to reset our circadian timing and just kind of ground ourselves. And it's actually a really great practice. So you're just going for a walk. Ideally, you're going to do this without music, without your headphones, without your cell phone or distractions, and just get out for like 20 minutes. Now, your last training session of the day is going to become in the evening. Ideally, this is right before bed. And you're going to do a full body static stretch session. So what do I mean by static stretches? Well, static stretches involve holding a stretch for an extended period of time without movement. So this could be a butterfly stretch. This could be a hamstring stretch where you're actually just reaching into the position and holding that stretch for a minimum of 60 seconds before changing sides or moving on to the next one. And so typically, if you do this right, it's going to last anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. Now, there are two big reasons why I do this. Number one is obviously the flexibility benefit, but more importantly, this helps to reduce stress and tension in the body, which is going to allow me to sleep better. It's going to allow me to fall asleep better. It's going to allow me to fall into those deeper stages of sleep quicker. So to recap that real quick, three workouts high intensity interval training in the morning, walk in the afternoon, and a full body stretch session in the evening. Now let's talk a little bit about number two, nutrition. Now this is really important too, as you're detoxing, I guess you could say, from your big event. Now my nutrition is a little bit different here. So I focus it primarily on organic fruits and vegetables. I'm making sure that I get mangoes, Blueberries are another one that I go to, kiwis, bananas, vegetables like asparagus and sweet corn and romaine lettuce. I have that in salad quite a bit. Spring mix. These are all really great additions that I throw into my diet at this time, more than normal. Now, another thing that I really do is I typically remove red meat entirely. So I'm not eating steaks. I'm really trying to focus on low saturated fat foods lean meats like chicken and turkey instead. I feel that I feel lighter on my feet and I just feel like I'm not as heavy. My stomach doesn't feel as heavy and bogged down. You know, I really also try to keep my dairy to a minimum as well, just because I tend to find personally that, that I become a little bloated with dairy. You know, there's a lot of inflammation that comes up in my body. And so I try to just keep that to a minimum. You know, I'm not drinking soda, so I have no issues with that. But if you do drink soda, I would definitely recommend that you take that out of your nutrition while you're going through this period and instead replace it with some water. Now for fellas, I would recommend, you know, uh, an ounce of water per pound of body weight. Same with ladies. So for me, that's looking like right around 180 ounces, 190 ounces of water per day, depending on where I'm at in the year. So that's number two. Now, number three is about reconnection. 
Now, here's what I mean by reconnection. Because we are so outcome focused, because we're so done focused, a lot of times we tend to set aside other things as we're growing our business, our health being one of them, our hobbies and interests being another, time with the loved ones, time alone, etc. This is where we get to reconnect with the things that we know that we've been putting aside. So whatever that may be, getting out in your garage and working in there or you know your woodwork or getting out and going on a bike ride or spending more time with your mom or your dad or whoever it may be or even just getting out in the woods and just being alone or catching up on books or podcasts or whatever it may be reconnect with those things that maybe you've been neglecting over the past few weeks or so because I know there's something on your mind right now that you're like, ah, you know, I know I should be paying more attention to this. However, I got this other thing going. Look, I get it. I've been there too. No judgment, but let's reconnect. Now, number four, no scheduled work. And this is going to be difficult. I know it is. I know it is because whenever I get done with a live event or get done speaking on stage, I am so freaking fired up to, to come back home and dive into work and start creating new content and calling my clients and making videos and like doing all of this stuff. But what's happening when I do that is I'm not giving myself time to recover. And so I really want to be intentional about how I'm spending time. And so at this point in the game for three days, I'm showing up for my clients like I should be. I'm leading my team as I should be, but I'm not scheduling anything extra. I'm not getting on podcasts. I'm not coaching my team through new modules in the High Performance Health Academy. I'm not doing any calls with potential clients. I'm strictly doing the bare minimum so that my body can rest and recover. And so in closing, this is the method that's really made a difference for me in my life over the years. It's really allowed me to stay in higher performance and stay operating at a high level. And I know it's going to make a huge difference for you as well. So to recap those four things again, number one is your dynamic training. Three days post-event, you're doing those three different training sessions in your nutrition, high amounts of fruits and vegetables, low saturated fat foods, lean meats, minimal dairy, one ounce of water per pound of body weight. Number three is about reconnecting with hobbies and interest and the time, more time with people that you love. And number four is not scheduling any extra work. And so this method is one that I've used with myself and all of my most successful clients in the High Performance Health Academy as well, which is an online school designed to help high performers and entrepreneurs regain control of their health so that they can create their biggest difference in the world within 90 days. And if you want to learn a little bit more about it, you can check it out at danholguinfitness.com, D-A-N-H-O-L-G-U-I-N, fitness.com, and just see if it would be a fit for you or not. Now, one last thing, your body is your business. Optimize that and everything, everything, just becomes so much easier. My name is Dan Holguin. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon.